was a good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Baron. Hey, Kyle. Lil Baron. <laughs> How are you today? I am doing good. Me too. I am doing good. Today, Lil, Kay. I wanted to do something that, to my recollection, in my memory, I don't know that we have ever done. Okay. Over 300 shows. Okay. And we have never talked about this subject yet. I'm kind of scared. At least, at least as far as I know. <laughs> I don't remember talking about it. Okay. You ready? Do you want to guess? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't blame you because there's plenty. Be there's plenty that we maybe haven't covered. It's your teeth. Oh. So okay. again, I I don't remember yeah. ever doing anything about teeth, but you know that your dental. But we oral haven't seen hygiene, them for a while. <laughs> it, it's true. They have been behind masks. That mm-hmm. is that is for sure. But I found this article in Eating Well. It caught my eye. It's called Four Ways Beyond Brushing Your Teeth to keep your teeth healthy. Okay. So, I mean, obviously brush your teeth. Right. That's an easy one. But right. beyond brushing your teeth, that's what caught my eye. Okay. It's written by Karen Ansel, who's a registered dietitian. Listen to this. This is interesting. Okay. The American Dental Association says that nearly one third of U.S. adults are dissatisfied with their oral health. Oh, so I guess we don't, right. we're not happy with it, or at least a third of us. Right. Pain and discomfort from cavities, grinding your teeth, receding gums, bad breath, all of this takes a toll on nearly every aspect of our lives. Oral health is essential for our well-being, says Benjamin W. Chaffee, who is a dentist and associate professor at the UCSF School of Dentistry in San Francisco. He notes that our mouths are windows into the health of our entire bodies, and, oh. I, and I've heard that before. Like things, things that you don't think are connected to your, your eyes. Your eyes are also windows. <laughs> your okay. eyes are also windows. But um, there's a lot that's connected to your oral right. health that you don't really thinking about. So um, it was interesting to me. For example, um, your oral health can be an indicator of other conditions like diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that's going on in your mouth. They also allow us to express ourselves, uh, our, our teeth, you know, our, mm-hmm. our, our uh, oral health um, allows us to eat nutritious food. Uh, and regular brushing and flossing is great. Mm-hmm. Don't stop doing that. Keep right. doing that. But it may not be enough. So you might want to add these simple strategies to your daily routine. Okay. What is There's that? only four of them. I'm okay. going to touch on them very briefly. And not all of them are going to apply to you. But the first one that they recommend is to cut out the e-cigarettes. Okay. That's easy to do, right? Yeah, okay. I got that one. <laughs> no vaping. Well, vaping, they say, can be potentially, although there's studies out there, they don't really know for sure, but they say that it can be less dangerous for oral health than smoking. E-cigarettes still deliver toxins like nicotine that can reduce blood flow and impair the gum's natural healing process. Oh. Again, that's according to Chaffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, a recent study by University of Connecticut researchers found that e-cigarette users were 76% more likely to develop gum disease and 67% more prone to oral bone loss than people who have never vaped. So, you know, we know about the lung thing. We know about the heart. We know about a lot of stuff that's going on there. But oral health as well. So maybe you ought to cut out the e-cigarettes if that's something that you're um, using right now. The next one is opt for fiber. Oh. So this is interesting. I didn't know this. Um, They say, you know... um, 
that 25% of people who have bad breath, which is simple chronic halitosis, mm-hmm. we, we remember that from the TV commercial, mm-hmm. right? Halitosis, um, a lot of times it's connected to the foods that we do or that we don't eat. And uh, those foods can make a big difference. A small Swiss study found that people who ate a high fiber meal of wheat bread and an apple had significantly less halitosis for two and a half hours afterwards than those who had a low fiber meal of white bread and applesauce. Oh. So... Yeah. Eat your fiber. High fiber foods typically require more chewing. Mm-hmm. So researchers suspect that you're uh, better able to scrub away stinky bacteria that lingers on your teeth and tongue okay. uh, when you eat more fiber. So there's one. Here's another one. Take time to de-stress. Oh. Now, that was one that caught my eye as well. And obviously, stressing down is sometimes hard to do. But chilling out can prevent tooth grinding and jaw oh. clenching. As well as the pain, the headaches, and the enamel wear that can that can come with that. That's according to a 2019 study of daytime grinders. Oh, I think a lot of times we think, or at least I did, I thought that you you do that at night. At and night, yeah. And the, and that is a, a thing. But the, the study showed that there are actually more daytime grinders than nighttime grinders. Oh. So if you can reduce your stress, Angelina R. Sutton, who is a doctor, a professor as well of behavioral sciences and social medicine at Florida State College says using a journal to note what's going on in your life when you catch yourself clenching or grinding your teeth can help ID what your triggers are. And then you can kind of maybe eliminate those from your life. Here's the last one. You ready? Okay. Steep some tea. Oh. So they say sipping unsweetened tea, especially green, black, or oolong, can be even better than water at washing away cavity-causing bacteria. Oh, wow. And again, that's according to a study published in the journal Archives of Oral Biology. They say tea is a natural source of fluoride and contains polyphenols, which are compounds that may inhibit plaque bacteria, as well as their ability to produce acid in the mouth. Wow. So a little bit of tea. This is according to Christine D. Wu, who is a doctor and professor of pediatric dentistry at the University of Illinois at Chicago College of Dentistry. So just a four simple yeah. ideas, things to think about that might be able to keep your chompers healthy. Chewing gum wasn't one of them? It wasn't one of the four. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to take a position on chewing gum, good or bad. I don't know. I don't know, but it wasn't one of those four. Okay. So. Anyway, something to think about. Yeah. So, Lil. Yes. Today's guest. I know. One of our very favorites. <laughs> yes, he is. John Rosie Rosander, yes. affectionately known as Rosie, is yes. our director of sports here at the Huntsman World Senior Games and has been for how many years, Rosie? Well, since 2013, so this will be uh, my eighth year. Eight. Uh, you're asking me to do yeah. math on air. <laughs> I don't eight know. Year. I don't know the eight answer to year. that. Let me get my calculator <laughs> on my phone and figure it out. <laughs> so Rosie's been our director of sports for eight years, and and man, we have had a ton of fun and done yeah. some amazing things over those past eight years. Yeah, we have. And uh, we're excited to visit a little bit with Rosie about uh, the games, and even better. Today we're going to talk with Rosie about his own personal yes. experiences as an athlete. Oh my gosh! The Huntsman World Senior Games. Yeah, that's a stretch to call me an athlete. But, uh, not yes. true at all. Not true at all. Lots of fun. So, so talk about how you got into it because you have this this. It's really a self inflicted program, but yes, you, it have, is. you have this program going on that I think people will be interested in. Well, it, it's interesting. So. Uh, Just as a little background, I started volunteering for the Huntsman World Senior Games in 1988. 
And so I missed the first year. But you've been here every year and since. And I've, I've volunteered every year since. Yeah. And, and then uh, when I retired from the city of St. George in 2013, then I started working here for the for the games as, as an employee. So that, that's my history with the games. But it was interesting back in uh, starting in, in, in 1988 and, and years following, I was just watching the athletes every year and, and how awesome they were. And inspired, right? How inspiring they were. On the other hand, being a little competitive, I thought, well, wait till <laughs> I'm 50. I'm, I'm going to go and, and beat them up and I'm going to go get a medal. And da, da, da. you know, I just thought... You know, I'm going to compete so good against them. <laughs> I'm going to show up so hard. Yeah, and uh, well, that's the interesting part. In uh, um, 2010, I turned 50, and I went and competed, and uh, I, I did okay. I mean, I, I I've won a few medals over the years, but I just thought, wow, these guys. They're really good. There's a, there's a level of competition. <laughs> yeah, there, isn't you know there? when I was when I was 28 and and volunteering, it was a lot different than when I'm 50 and competing <laughs> against them. <laughs> I think uh, I think a lot of people feel that their first time around, yeah. and and that's and that's great. You know, that's yeah. great. That's a positive to to be able to be associating with people who really excel at what they do. Right. It's a lot of fun. Well, it is, and it, just an, an example of it. Um, so my my sport of choice through the years was baseball. Mm-hmm. I I loved baseball. I, I came to Dixie to play baseball, and and that was my 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 love and direction, and 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 so that was what I watched the closest. I went and played yeah. a lot of softball tournaments after college, and and uh, and and through my life. But then when I turned. You know, fifty. I'm watching them, and I'm thought, yeah, they're pretty good. And and we have a wide range of abilities out there, right? Yeah, all skill levels. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's there's recreational to. I mean, guys that are just almost like semi pros or ex pros. <laughs> I mean, they're just really good. But um, I decided to call one of the coaches and just says, hey, you know. Can you do a you know me a favor? Pick and, me, pick me. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you pick know, me last. Let me get on your team, or I'm going to kick you out of the games. And uh, have a little poll here. <laughs> so anyway, uh, they let me on the team, and and um, I went to a batting practice, and before batting practice was over. I was like sore and tired and <laughs> felt like I, I, yeah, I could barely walk. And I was like, man, this is, I just was hitting. That's all I was trying to do. But, and, you know, and filled a few balls, but um, hadn't kept up with the energy and the, you know, the uh, athletic abilities as I should have. But uh, anyway, then I went and played the games and I didn't even really want to play. They were so good. They were that much. Yeah. I just, was a gap. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm watching in my mind semi-pro ball out here and just thinking these guys are just awesome out here and and look what they can do and look how fast that guy can run and look how hard he can throw and and you know seeing the shortstop do a you know flat out dives in the air to the ball and catching it and then come up throwing and (laughs) you know and getting somebody I mean just amazing plays and and uh Anyway, so the the coach, even when I called him to be on the team, he says, well, is this some type of make-a-wish thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I just was amazed at how, how good they are. And, and But the fun thing is, as, as all of the athletes around here, is that once they play, they really become friends with people they play with or sure. against. And, 
And so these guys, I mean, they call me up and say, hey, we're coming, because they're, I mean, they're from up in Oregon. Mm. And they'll come down to Nevada or, or Mesquite, or they'll come to St. George, and they'll call me and say, hey, we're playing anyway. You guys can, you can come down and do say wanna, hello. Do you want to come be our mascot? <laughs> yeah, we don't want you to play, but uh, can you come we watch us? And... We don't have any open spots, but we'd like to say hi. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's pretty much it. But anyway, so, so back in uh, 2010 when I started uh, being of age, and then also I was helping with the games. I thought, you know, I, I ought to participate in, in in a sport, and so I started for two or three years just doing the sport that I was over, which was the basketball skills and uh, the free throw and hot shot and three point shooting and that. And and again, I, I mean, I won a few medals in that, but it was it was fun, it was enjoyable, and and I did mine as a demonstration. I would say, okay, this is how you do it, and and so I had all 100 basketball players sitting in the stands and 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 you know and watching and critiquing so there's a lot of pressure no, on yeah, me. hardly any pressure at <laughs> yeah. all to perform and uh anyway but but then i'd show them how to do it you know this is what you do and how you're supposed to do it anyway and then and then uh you know i have questions and and so forth to help with the demonstration but that that was kind of fun but then in 2013 when i got hired i thought God, I really ought to do some different sports. And, yeah, branch and out a little bit. One, I should learn about the sports. That's one phase of it. Two, I should get to know the people that are in the sports, the athletes. But I also should kind of evaluate the directors a little bit by being in the sports. I sure. mean, I, mm-hmm. that all all comes together, and and uh, and so. I've just started playing in, in some different ones and competing in some different ones. And the first one I chose was shuffleboard, which was easier uh, physically. <laughs> but the reason I chose it is because I wanted to do something with my wife. Mm. And uh, and so uh, when, she, when she was uh, – 50 then it says hey we ought to do something together and so we did we did shuffleboard and she didn't want to play softball uh no no (laughs) (laughs) now she she has played some sports i mean she played high school volleyball basketball softball so Mm -hmm. she's played a little bit of sport but uh but she doesn't want to do that now But, uh, Shuffleboard's a great sport. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's awesome. it, yeah. it was great. And, That's and, why it's there. And and both of us uh, won individual medals and won a team medal, and we had fun with it. And in fact, the next year we got all of uh, her brothers and sisters uh, and and their spouses came down and and they competed. And yeah, and, it, it was and a, it, it was, was a, a fun family little family thing, family reunion and, type thing. It was great. Right. So, but but then I just got thinking, well. Should I, I ought to do something different. So I came up with I'm going to do 30 sports in 30 years. Wow. And so every year I pick a, a different sport. I try to train for that sport and and then compete in that sport. And and so – I'm just going to say it right now. I can't wait until you're playing women's soccer. <laughs> well, that's that's, that's the last that's one. That's going to be my favorite yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and uh, hopefully uh, hopefully I can play men's soccer before then and get the soccer crossed off. Okay, all right, all right, that's fair enough, fair enough. But uh, you know, so I got to tell you, one of the hardest ones that I've done is swimming, and oh. and the problem I have with swimming is I'm allergic to chlorine. So every day I would go and I would exercise and do some swimming, and I would come out with my nose running and my eyes are red and. And it just it just was one of those things I just didn't want to do, but I lost a bet, so I had to do it. <laughs> and 
And my daughter was swimming for the high school, um, and it was her senior year. She had never won or beat anybody in swimming. She'd been competing uh, for three years in high school, school or two years, <clears throat> her 10th and 11th grade, and had never beat anybody. And so I thought, well, you know, she's never going to beat anybody. It's pretty so, safe bet here. Yeah, so I says, listen, <laughs> if you can just beat one person, I will go compete. I'll swim in the games, right? Yeah. And so she worked really hard her senior year, and her very first competition was over at Sand Hollow Swimming Pool. She won her her, uh, um, her time, okay. her heat. Yeah. yeah, she beat her heat. She won so, the actual the whole heat. She, she, didn't just, she didn't just beat one person. She no, beat the whole she heat. beat seven people. Wow, she wow. really wanted to yeah. see you compete in swimming. She jumped out of the pool and pointed at me and says, "Ha ha ha, Dad!" <laughs> so I had to do that one, but it actually kind of changed my mind frame of of what I should do next because I thought, you know, I got to do these hard ones first. Yeah, get them out of the way. Yeah, I got to get them out of the <laughs> way you're before. Young. I, right, exactly. Because as I get older, it's going to get more and more difficult. So. So then I decided, well, I better do um, mountain biking and cycling because those are pretty hard. <laughs> well, and, they, and depending on uh, the situation and the scenario, they, they can be hard on your body if you go down for yeah. sure. So, Well, mountain biking, uh, I did the downhill race, which is very dangerous. And, <laughs> and uh, I, I did dress for the occasion. I had my football pad I went and bought at the DI, and I got a football helmet on, and and I had knee pads and show and arm elbow pads, and and I was really padded up for this thing. And uh, luckily, I only fell once. <laughs> that is lucky. Is there a video? <laughs> there is no. There's no, no video. I, ha- I have seen a photograph though. Yeah. He was he was dressed to the nines for sure. Yeah. So that was pro- that was the scariest one. That really was the scariest one that I've done. And and uh, and then probably the one of the the I guess the the. The more mind over body type of ones was last year, which our games were canceled. Yeah, and I'd had a goal to do our marathon and mm-hmm. or half marathon, and and I was thinking, well, okay, and, and I'll do the St. George Marathon then, and then they canceled, and so uh, me and my son and daughter decided, okay, we're just going to do it anyway. We're, mm. Even though nobody's out there timing us, we're, we weren't going to win anything. We're just going to go and finish the St. George Marathon. So we went up there uh, and started up in, uh, what is it, Brookside? Central. Central and, and, and walked all the way down. I didn't run. My kids <laughs> ran, but I didn't run. And, and, uh, and that just was really, really tough. I, I really know now what they say, you hit the wall. You hit the wall, yeah. Even though I wasn't running, I, I hit the wall. But Was it, it well, let me just ask this, was it at Vail Pies where you hit the wall? <laughs> well, that was the first wall. That was, that was the wall of bathroom. Oh, okay. <laughs> Have a little pie break. Yeah. Uh, little, I, that's actually, cream. my kids walked with me to uh, the, the, the Vail store, and we all went in and went to the bathroom and came out and they said, Dad, we can't yeah, handle you're, this. You're on your own. We're running. And We're so, out of here. And so they, they ran most of the way uh, down from there. But uh, I, I walked by myself, listened to my my uh, podcasts, and, <laughs> and uh, just kept going. And 
but you know that they they talk about a like at 20 somewhere between 18 and 20 miles you hit a wall and and i did there right around that legacy bridge Mm -hmm. i just did not want to go anymore i was i was done and 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 i just thought well i gotta go a little further because my phone had died (laughs) and nobody around there there there's no one to call to pick me up or to help me out and i kept thinking well okay my my wife and, and daughter-in-law were going up and down, giving us some relief, some little protein bars and cold water and different stuff. And I thought, well, they're going to come back. Well, I got down to uh, Chuckawalla, and uh, one, I had to go to the bathroom again. But two, they hadn't come. <laughs> they hadn't come to get me or help me or give me anything. And, and so, my again, my phone's dead. So I go in there, and, and when I came out, uh, or I should say, tried to get off of the of the loo. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's just say that. Whatever we call it. Anyway, I couldn't get up. <laughs> I, I'm like pulling the handicap bars to get up and stand up. And then I just kind of stood there for a minute and thought, okay, I think I can do this. And so then just really was struggling trying oh. to get some steps going. And and by the time I got from there to uh, down down the road, just you know a few uh, maybe 50 feet I, st- I started walking a little bit better but uh and then i decided well i can't stop you gotta keep I, going I, one now. i You're have no one to there. pick me up two i'm almost there it's just it's so close and so uh i finished and and got done and and everything was great until i took off my shoes but until <laughs> oh, then yeah. everything was was yeah. just good and and uh took off my socks and uh they were a little colored and yeah uh, you had some blisters my, and some things. well my toenails were not on my my toenails oh, were dead oh, and oh, no. on both of my feet so i i uh they still are it's it's what been still a little tender well it's been about six seven months yeah. and and they're they're about three quarters grown back so they're oh, they're wow. coming back wow. <laughs> oh. rosie that's uh that's amazing and congratulations yeah. and I, I, you know obviously i know we talked about that after that and what an experience it was and uh the, like you said it's just mind over matter right. at that point it's not like you're physically you don't feel physically able to go. And, you know, so many of our athletes experience that in one way or another, right. whether it's, you know, right there on the field of competition or it's just life in general. And yet somehow we see and, and feel that inspiration as yeah. they as they overcome. We've only got about one minute left, Rosie. I'm wondering, you, you've done how many sports now? Is it five, six? Well, I've, I've done 10 sports. 10 sports. Okay, so you've yeah. got 20 to go. What's the biggest lesson you've learned? 10 sports, biggest lesson you've learned? Well, I've learned that uh, the athletes are really good, and I've <laughs> yeah. learned that it takes a lot to get ready for a sport. And and, and I haven't gone into I, – in the beginning, I kind of went into it for a medal, and, and I realized that, you know, I'm, I'm not as good as I thought I was. But, uh, <laughs> it's but, the journey, Rosie. It's the journey. But, but kind of like the marathon, it doesn't matter how fast you go. If you complete it and tell people you complete it, that's a big deal. Big yeah. deal. And, and, you know, when I told people that I did a marathon, well, wow, how fast, I, you know, how long did it take? I says, well, it took me about nine hours. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Here's a guy over there on the other corner saying he did it in two and a half hours. That's yeah. not that much time. I mean, you think about it, the nine hours is a lot harder than two and a half hours. <laughs> For sure. For sure. I love how you think. Yeah. I was able to stop and take a few pictures along the way. He couldn't stop and take a picture and enjoy it. Well, my Definitely. question is, what's next? Well. Rugby? 
<laughs> I, I've actually been thinking of that. That, really? that what's the, so every it's like what's the hardest sport left that I haven't done and and so I I kind of thought rugby's rugby's one of them. Trail running is is a tough one tough for one me. For you, the triathlon yeah. is going to be a tough one for me. Uh, and, and those are kind of the ones I've been thinking of. Uh, square dancing too, because my wife could do it. I thought, but I thought we went and square dancing is harder than you. Oh think. yes, yeah, it, it, it is hard. It is really hard to, to do easy. it correctly. But but I think probably it's going to come down to probably trail running or rugby is mm. the ones that I'm thinking are going to be the toughest yeah. on my body to mm-hmm. try to do. Get them over with. Well, Rosie, best of yes. luck. Yes. Yes. We'll be cheering you yes, on we will. from the sidelines, at least for the time being. Wear your so, helmet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I do rugby, I might be wearing that football gear again. <laughs> yeah. I can hardly wait. There will be video. <laughs> for sure. Well, thank you for joining us. And best of luck in uh, yes. upcoming sports. And as the games are ramping up and getting ready to go, we're excited. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. And, and I hope my oral health is uh, well and good. I hope so, too. My I dentist so says too. so. It says I'm doing I'm a just good gonna, job. I'm just going to say maybe a little more fiber, Rosie. I'm just going <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. We got to wrap things up here. Let me just say, remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. And you can check this out on our podcast as well. All of our shows are available at SeniorGames.net, which is also where you can register for this year's event and be like Rosie competing in a sport. (laughs) Just to wrap it up with today's inspirational thought, Rosie, or excuse me, Lil. (laughs) I'm You're ready for this one? <laughs> I am. This is a good one from the great Zig Ziglar. Okay. He says, if you're not willing to learn, no one can help you. If you're determined to learn, no one can stop you. Mm. Until next Thursday, stay active. Stay active.